0: white gouache. That is one of the things we will talk about in this episode with a colorist that always makes me smile with her beautiful, cute and colorful creations, Olivier Odorant, known from Instagram and YouTube. And I just wanted you to know that I did this interview quite a long time ago, but didn't have time to edit it until now. That means that I did this interview before you learned me how to pronounce gouache which you will hear later in this episode. We also talk about a lot of other stuff, of course, like how to do a galaxy with watercolors and soft pastels, and why it's so important to not compare yourself to others. So, welcome to a new episode of Passionista Colorista podcast with me, Isabel Westermark. It's time for an introduction of today's guest. Mm -hmm. name
1: i go for olivia on uh, my social media but my real name is
0: twi you live in australia but where do you come
1: from actually i come from uh, vietnam and i moved to australia to uh, study i think i was in high school I was 17 i oh, no, 18 Yeah, so I come to Australia, yeah, and then I studied high school, and then I went to university. So how old are you now? I am 25, I think, 25, 26. (laughs) As long as I pass 20 years, I don't keep record no more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And where in Australia do you live? Uh, I live in South Australia, yeah, in Adelaide. And do you have any family?
1: Oh, no, actually, all my family are still in Vietnam, so only me alone here. I used to live with my auntie back when I just come here. They, they're not really my auntie, they just like close, not really close relative either, it's like far relative, you know, like how we have all kind of relative that we don't really know about, so I never really meet them or we'll talk to them when I come here I live with them so I live until I was finished high school so I moved out with uh, my friends and I met my husband and we married so now I live with my husband.
0: And how much contact do you have with your family in Vietnam? Yeah we still talk like almost
1: every day like I just call my mom uh, on messenger.
0: But have you been back to Vietnam?
1: No, I actually have not because back in the day, my school's uh, fees is really expensive. So I have to help out with my family as well. So I was doing part-time jobs and, you know, during summertime, I just have to do like a lot more job is, I think the fee was back then was like 20,000 per year. So if you convert that to Vietnamese dollar, that's a lot of money because we're a third country. So I have to help out my family. So I didn't really have chance to uh, go back to meet my mom's. And I was actually planning to go back last year, but because of the coronavirus, I couldn't go.
0: But uh, what have you been studying in Australia? I studied two years,
1: actually three years of uh, high school here. And... Then I moved to uh, UniSA, Uni of South Australia, and I studied psychology.
0: This is actually my last year, so
1: I nearly finished, yeah.
0: But uh, do you have any art background?
1: Oh, no, 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 actually no. I never learned how to draw, like, actually learn in school. We do have art class back then when I was primary student from year one to year five. Um back when I live in Vietnam. So we learning uh, drawing but it's just like kid you know, like a lot of kids learn how to draw. But I never really go to school because my parents are not really support all of that because you know like Asian parents they want you to be a doctor, they want you to be engineering. <laughs> so art is always more like a hobby. How did this uh, coloring book love started? I don't remember exactly when it started, but I remember when I find out about it is June Hannah just released the Lost Ocean coloring book and I just accidentally stumbled on uh, Peter Hewitt videos about it. And so I was like, Oh, that's, that's is something look really fun. So I, tr- I want to try it out. So uh, I did. And yeah, I've been stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> well now. Yeah, and then from there I, I think my my passion, my art uh, passion kinda coming back. You know, like there's no parents here. to she's stopping you. And <laughs> I feel like I kinda at that age I'm old enough to um to, to feel like I, I wanna do whatever
0: I want. So what is it about it that you like?
1: Um I I really like to uh, experiment with pencil because before when I started to redraw a little bit I been using watercolors and with the current book when I watched the Peter Howard video it just really like eyes opening it was just look so fun with the pencils and then I never really know that's so many types of pencil so many colors you know because with watercolor, you just need a few colors and you mix them yourself. But with color pencil, you have 150 colors to choose from. So it just looks so fun. And yeah, I, I thought I would just want to try it out because it sounds really fun because the, the pictures is not for children. It's more to real tower adult. And I love ocean. So I think that it just kind of capture me with the lost ocean book so i remember my husband and i go to costco here in australia like a supermarket and uh, we got the lost ocean book and i got the first set of 48 colors uh faber castell classic so it's not like something artist at all and i i love I, i don't know it's just something about it that i really love and when i color it just took my mind away you know like you don't have to stress no more you you just completely immerse in the pictures and after that I just want to really improve my skill of using the pencil so I think that was yeah that's probably the feeling of why I still like that adult coloring book
0: hmm. what happened after those first uh, Fabrikastell classics and the the first Johanna book
1: Oh yeah, the the collections keep growing. <laughs> I I was like, oh, there's not only one book because uh, back then when you first started, I, I saw the book and then the second video that I watched from Peter. So if anything that I buy, I would blame her, okay, and blame Peter <laughs> because she made video. Eh? And um, I I think the second video I watched of her was the um, Enchanted Castle. And I'm like, oh, there's more books. <laughs> so I was like, yes, I gotta get them. And uh, I was really lucky that it was on sale. I, I think a year after I didn't really go out and buy straight away because I i was thinking, I don't know how long I was stuck with this kind of coloring book. And because one book is really a lot, you know? And it, it does require, like, amazingly, I was surprised right that how long it would take you to finish one page I was like I, I don't have time for this because back then I was just starting uni so I was like I don't have time for this <laughs> but I still really like it so um, we did go in my um, the true secret garden in uh, Enchanted Castle what is it <laughs> Enchanted Forest uh, yeah Enchanted Forest uh, when they're on sale so I, my husband got them all for me and then from that moment I think I just slowly building my books <laughs> over the years and I was just so amazed that all these artists that draw this beautiful book and bring happiness to so many people. And then from the faber Castle Classic. <laughs> And I watch people using Polychromos. So Polychromos actually my first professional set of pencil that I own. And then after that, the Prismacolor, and then the
0: Intense,
1: <laughs> and then I keep growing. But then I stopped. Now I don't buy any more pencil.
0: Is that true?
1: Yeah, I actually on my three set that I usually use a uh, Faber Castell Prisma Colors, and the Intense. I do have other set but it's more like a gift from uh, i'm really fortunate that i started to make youtube video and then i got sent the Durer, and uh, my husband we got um, the second hand derwent artist and then from that i don't really buy more because i think you can buy more book but i'm not someone that like to collect pencil that
0: much so what is your favorite pencils? Polychromo.
1: Polychromo is absolute my favorite pencil to use. And uh, after that, I think Prismacolor. Prismacolor and Derwent Artist. Uh, well, I only have three cents of of the main pencil that I use. So Prismacolor and Faber-Castell. I, I really like those pencils.
0: What is it about the polychromos that makes them your favorites?
1: I don't know. I think I just start with them and I really learn my way to use them. You know, like that's your first set of your artist set of pencil. And I wasn't really in a situation that I can just buy many sets to try out. So I really learn how to use them and um, learn how to understand that the way the color works together. And I just really like them. I don't know. I think, uh, the reason why I also kind of like them is because, of, um, you know, like how Prismacolor, they a little bit more opaque. They are very waxy. Whereas the that the color is a little bit more translucent, but the pigment is really, really good. And you can layer and layer. And in a way, it's kind of remind me of watercolors. You know, watercolor, you have to kind of layer them as well to make them more uh, darker in colors. Because I was using a lot of watercolor before, and I like the watercolor effect. So I think the polygamy sort of kind of remind me of those. And the way I use them is very similar in a way. Instead, you apply water, you're just layering them a lot. And I think layering is something that i like when i do adult coloring book because you just kind of like slowly coloring you know and it doesn't make my hand hurt so yeah i like them
0: do you have a plan for what colors to use when you start the page or do you just start an experiment it depends. Sometimes
1: I feel very adventurous. Then I will just go in and just color whatever I want to throw it. I remember back then uh, when I first have the uh, the cheap color set, the Fiber Castle Classic for the student. I don't, I don't really care because they're cheap. <laughs> so I just go in with whatever colors. And you know, when you're starting out and you just want to learn, then you really just want to experiment with the colors. Yeah, just draw everything together. But now, sometimes I do blend. I blend the overall picture. So, for example, there's a page that I want to be spring season. Then I kind of look up pictures of what the spring color usually like. And then I apply those colors. Or when I look at the page and then I just color things that speak out to me the most. You know, when you look at it and there's a busy page and you just color the thing that you, you have in mind that you want to color first, then I color.
0: <laughs> but you seem to know a lot about color theory.
1: Not really. Uh, I think I, I know because I watch a lot of other videos and when i using watercolor before, you know, like, I don't know, watercolor back then for me is really expensive. So I have a small set. So you, if you want a certain colors, you gotta mix, right? So I think I just kind of look up how to mix color back then with the watercolors. And, and I think I just use it, those theory for my pencil. But compared to professional artists, for example, uh, I'm nothing.
0: <laughs> because I saw a video on your YouTube channel where you were talking about how to choose colors and uh, using the color wheel, and I thought you just had to have a art background because you knew so much.
1: No, no, no. I find most of the informations on internet actually. Like I was very curious because you know, like I really liked to mixing colors, and back then I liked to watch. Well, I'm a big fan of uh, animations, you know, like cartoon to kids. So, yeah, I always, like, so uh, mesmerized by how the colors on the frames look like, like on the movie. So I'll just, like, look up the color theory and how to mix. And I think I know about it because back when, when we study art class in primary, the teacher did show me the coloring wheel (laughs) we know like primary colors secondary colors but we don't know how to use them so I thought oh I I should look into that because I'm more like a self-taught artist so yeah I just look them up I don't really have any any like proper class but yeah that's just all my information that I learned throughout the years even before the adult coloring
0: Hmm. Because my next question was, how have you become so good? Is it studying a lot of videos or movies or what? Just experimenting. Yeah, just a lot of experimenting and uh, just look at learning
1: from other people, I think. I never really copy someone like colour along with someone. But I like to watch other people colouring because... I can learn a little bit of technique from other people, how they mix mixing color, just a little bit from them. Just like how I use polychromo. I learned a lot from Peter They The foundation is very important, and I'm so glad that she's a very good artist. She, she is actually an artist. Uh, she published her works and stuff, and I'm really glad that she do the video because then I have a good just basic information on how I do things. And then after that, I just kind of experiment on how I do my own way with the thing I like. I think over time, if you coloring enough, you kind of develop your own style of coloring and you just get better overall. I think
0: just, just color a lot. <laughs> how did this YouTube thing started? It was started just just started the first
1: time i did tutorial i was in a lot of art group before like the coloring group on facebook before and i started with you know like how you color in process and then you take a photo and you do like picture tutorial and i received so many like people thanking me for helping them out and I just like what is the better way to explaining the process because I have such I don't know I just want to share the way I color because I read so many people post that like um oh, I have cheap pencil is not turn out the way they want but I start with cheap set of pencil and I still really love the pages that I did before a lot of people you know never color before so of course they're going to have a little bit of Difficulty when they start something, so I thought, well, let's make video because I really like Peter Howard is my inspiration. Uh, to be honest, yeah. So um, I just started making my video. The I think the first video was uh the Christmas page in Johanna Christmas. I think it was uh, the first ever video, but you can't find it no more because I accidentally deleted it because I have an old channel before. Yeah, and uh, it was some issue happens. People steal it, so I didn't get the file. I don't have the file to re-upload it in my new channel. Yeah, so. And from then, I just get a lot of compliments and uh, a lot of people just come out and sharing me their finished page using the technique that I share. So I'm really happy that everybody happy. So.
0: Yeah, another video I saw on your YouTube was about how to cover black, the black lines in the coloring books. And you have tried a lot of different ways of covering the lines. What are your favorites?
1: Oh, my favorite is uh, cover it with the wash. So I did experimenting because I think a lot of people watch my video and know that um I like layering, but I don't want to spend too much time to covering the light arts because I think it's very unnecessary, but it does give a really good effect afterward. And everybody, I think um, the first one that started was Sherry. Cherry colorings on Instagram, yes, and so many people were so curious on how she does, how she does things, and I was quite curious too. And then I read the post of her sharing how she does it. Uh, she's just sharing the uh, material, and I was like, "Wow, that's like twenty pens you need to use." No. <laughs> I don't want to use 20 pens because I call myself a poor, poorer colorist because I don't have a lot of money to get, you know, Posca pen is actually quite pricey here in Australia, right? And uh, when you cover the light, you have to use the smaller tip one. So how many pens do you need to use to cover one? page oh my goodness so I I did try out using the acrylic and uh, watercolor and gouache and at the beginning I do you know just cover the black line just using the small tiny small brush but then after a while I just get tired of it (laughs) so I start to just cover the whole page and from that I find out that if you cover the whole page, you cover the black line and if you use the polychromo on top of it, it's make it easier because it adds more tooth to the paper as well.
0: So gauche, ga- gauche makes it more toothy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I always tell people like experimenting, don't be scared. You know, if you mess up a page, you can always buy another book. or oh, there's another page, don't be sad. I think that's a lot of people kind of upset with themselves. So I think they being so hard on themselves, you know, like they comparing themselves to other people a lot. Everybody have to start at some point. I just kind of want to find a cheaper way for everybody. You know, like if you use wash, then you just need to buy one pen, one pen tube, which costs you maybe. I think it was like $9, $10 or tube. but you use it so many times. And you don't really need to sit there and just do a little bit. You just cover the whole page, help you in many ways. So, yeah.
0: So, the surface will not become slippery and you will not scrape away the the white with the pencil?
1: That's a trouble with postcard back then when I try to use it. You need a incredibly light hand when you color on top. And sometimes it's kind of masked in a way that you can't really apply light color on top of it. With gouache, you, you cover it, and then you just drift it like a whole new canvas, and you just color it normal because when you cover the page, it actually, the, the shadow of the black light should still kind of show through, so you still know where you color, but the pencil actually can cover it. It's kind of like when you color in, what is that called, grayscale? Grayscale picture, yeah. It's really good way to to do it and I highly recommend it.
0: Do you cover lines in all your pictures or just some?
1: Uh, just some because I do find the beauty of the black line. I don't really cover the whole page but it can get addicted. When you start covering the line It's get quite addicted because at the end the result is so significant difference. It's just like a painting, you know. But no, I'm not doing it all the time. I do... Some with covering, some with not.
0: Another great tip I received from your YouTube channel was when you did a beautiful galaxy background with watercolors and soft pastels. How did you come up with that mix? Uh,
1: Like I said, I'm really into the adult coloring because, you know, there's a picture already for you and you're just experimenting with the mediums on top. So... Back in the day before all of this started, I did use soft pastel along with my watercolors because I used to use watercolor a lot in my painting, my own painting, not in the book. Uh, So I always know about the technique, but I don't use it a lot because it does take away the transparent of the watercolors. So I don't use that technique a lot back in the day. But with Coloring Book, because the paper wasn't designed for watercolour, so I just want to see if I can use the technique that I used before to help other people out. So my idea was always kind of rear tower to how to make it easier for everybody so everybody can use it. Sometimes I come up with idea that doesn't really work. Sometimes it works really well. So, yeah, there's failure as well. Not always success.
0: <laughs> because you did the watercolour uh, galaxy first, and then you did the darkest and the lightest parts with white and black uh, soft pencils.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I
0: think everybody can use soft
1: pencil because it's quite a, a easy medium to use. It's it just chalk. It's just powder. So you don't need to be very careful with it. So I think a lot of people that start coloring, adult coloring, it actually on the more like elderly. So of course there's a lot of young people like me too, but a lot of people have problem with the hand, you know, they have kind of pain in the hand, so they can't use pencil all the time. So I think it's really good why they can achieve a nice picture without have to you know suffer <laughs> with their hand because how long it would take for you to create a galaxy background which is pencil that's would take too long and not everybody have ability to do it i always put those thoughts in before i do something i come up with a technique i always think would it help anyone would it make it easier yeah so
0: i'm really glad it worked out that technique. Where do you sit when you are coloring? I
1: sit in my living room because I have a little filming section. There's a two window, one on my side and one at the front of my desk. So I will sit in the living room and colors uh, so I can get all the light, the, the natural light that I, that I can. Yeah.
0: And when do you color? Do you color every day?
1: I don't think every day. I usually spend weekends with my husband so I don't really color during weekends but during the week I add those now I do color every day more because uh, I do patreon and then I do three pages uh three color along for a month it it does take a lot of time to filming and uh, do videos and stuff so I do color every
0: day two two hours three hours a day and uh, you said you had a lot of books nowadays. How do you choose what to color next? At the
1: moment, my friends on Patreon, the, the people that join my patrons, uh, they are the one picking it. So I do the vote for them every month, uh, when the beginning of the month is. I just pick it and I just I just color it (laughs) so uh, it was really fun because there are pages that I would never pick for myself because it would take too much time like the page that I just complete in uh, the wonder room that would take me months to color but the people pick it so I really had to push myself and color it. it was really fun it's like a challenge
0: do you have any favorite coloring book or books Oh, my favorite current
1: books, usually ocean team, because my hometown, uh, my mom's hometown is near the ocean. And back in the day when I was still in Vietnam, every summer holiday, we would go back to my mom's hometowns and we would swim every day and we duck like charcoal. <laughs> and we was uh, fishing's and you know, it was just really fun. So I, Ocean is something that's always a good memories that I have. And I think Lost Ocean, probably my most favorite book, uh, I started with it. So it's a very special place in my heart.
0: And you are drawing two illustrations. If people remember my calendar in December, you were doing one picture for that, that cute snowman in the snow globe. Yeah. So how much are you doing coloring pages today? I do like do coloring pages on
1: my patrons and I wanted to publish my own book uh, in the future. So that's why I really studies and just learning how to draw better and stuff. I always like to draw. Coloring books is uh something that I like to use it to improve my coloring theory, like how to mix color, how to use different medium it's just very fun but i think my three passions is i like to draw myself and i like to see other people um color it uh back in the day when i celebrate i think 1000 subscribers on my youtube i did a free page the apple house i think and After that, a lot of people colour with me, and I was just so happy seeing different versions of the page when they sent to me. So, yeah, I really hope that I can do a colouring book in the near future,
0: yeah. And I love cute illustrations, and uh, I think your illustrations are very cute. Do you also like cute?
1: Yes, I, I do like cute stuff. I'm more tower to something that make you happy, make you smile. That's why you never see me color people, very rarely. I don't color people, I don't do realistic coloring that much. Of course, I do once in a while just, you know, like kind of challenge
0: yourself. But yeah, I, I like you stuff. Me too. <laughs> I want them to make me smile. Yeah, that's right. But uh, where do you find inspiration both for drawing and for coloring?
1: Um I follow a lot of other artists on my Instagrams and I just use them as my inspiration. I also like watch a lot of anime, the Japanese anime, Disney, things that I saw in real life. I just kind of want to transfer the whole image into something that like my own and uh, i just draw them and then it just happened that uh, that was my style <laughs> i didn't even notice that i i like you stuff yeah
0: but this watercolor you you have talked about how you did watercolor and also use some soft pastels before the coloring book when was that didn't i start using
1: watercolor like
0: Four four years before the
1: adult coloring book, I try to remember why did I start. Alright, <laughs> I, I think at at that time, uh, watercolors is become really popular with a artists, and I just really wanted to try to use the mediums, and uh, I use my dog as an inspiration, so I use her to draw all my. Uh, little illustrations and i did work a little bit for a shirt company they bring illustration on the book Uh, on on the shirt sorry not on the book on the shirt and uh yeah so i just uh kind of like it and i use them and then i joined those art group the the vietnamese art group yeah so a lot of people using watercolors and soft pastel So, I think that's why I started with those two.
0: Are your husband also coloring? No,
1: (laughs) he did a little bit, uh, but I don't think he's have the patience to see. (laughs) Yeah, but he's very supportive of me doing this. Yeah.
0: And how do you find time for all the coloring? I mean, you said you did three color alongs for your patrons every month. That's a lot of coloring time, video time, editing time. Yeah, so
1: I'm very light sleeper and I have insomnia. So at night time that I can't sleep, I would spend time to colouring at night time too. So I guess that's most of my day go-to. I'm more like um like housewife, so I, at the moment I don't work. That's where I felt the more, more time to colour, there's a time that I still do job and I think I wasn't really have much time to colour back then. But now, yeah, there's a lot more time for me to colour.
0: Mm. And your family back in Vietnam, do they like your colorings? Do they support your hobby?
1: <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> they don't know about it.
0: <laughs> it's a secret.
1: It's not really a secret, but I kind of feel weird if, my mom found out that I have so many, many people follow me on Instagrams and I do all of these and YouTubes and uh I don't know. I just feel weird. So I never tell her and she never found out.
0: <laughs> and uh, do you think you will keep coloring, keep doing coloring pages in the future?
1: I think so. I, I haven't got bored of it yet. <laughs> so I think I'm still going to do them. They bring me a lot of joy. They, I, I meet a lot of friends that have the same hobby as me. Yeah, so I'm still going to do it.
0: <laughs> Before you'll get Olivier's best coloring and drawing tips, I want to say thank you to all of you that likes my podcast, listens to it, share it, send me and the guests nice comments. And of course, to my biggest fans, that also is my patrons, so I can keep doing this podcast. If you also want to join the support team, go to passionistacolorista.com and find more information. Now back to today's special guest, Olivier.
1: My best coloring tip is keep practicing. (laughs) Keep practicing. Don't compare yourself with other people and just, be happy about yourself. I think everybody, even those people who say they are not great at coloring, I find them did pretty decent job. It's really good, and it does make me upset a little bit that people like doubting themselves so much, and they upset about things that they shouldn't be. So yeah, my tip is keep coloring, keep practicing, and be happy about yourself don't compare (laughs) then you'll be much happier you'll be a happy colorist
0: because it's hard not to compare in yourself and you will always find someone that is better than you
1: yeah i think it's good that you compare yourself like to make yourself better for example i i don't think i compare myself to anyone like i do admire them like i think peter helbert was really good i think cherry do really good i think christian uh they do amazingly job and i would like to learn how to colors a little bit better and they are my inspirations but i never like use them to you know oh i i, I don't be never as good as them and i'll be sad about it I, I don't usually get sad about those things but i always look at their work and i was like oh you can do that like you can use the color together, or oh, I can do that too, or oh, that's my inspiration. So that's my new idea, and I would like to try them out. So I think that's a what people should think instead of doubting themselves and be sad because everybody start at a different space, everybody improve in a different way. So you can't really compare. Even though a lot of people send me their pages and say. Oh my page is not that good. What can you do to make it better? I think their page look amazing. And even though the colors choices, maybe they're not blend as well, but that's a technique. You have potential. Yeah you, you can skill you can improve. I think art is something one percent talent and ninety nine percent practice. <laughs> so yeah. Keep practicing. And have fun because it's overall at the end it's a hobby isn't it it's a hobby is it shouldn't you shouldn't feel sad no no one forced you to colors no one upset are you are you gonna color ugly I don't know why people are upset
0: <laughs> do you show everything you color or do you have failures that you don't show anyone no I
1: I show everyone I don't I don't usually upset over a page if I upset about it I'll say, yeah I don't like it that much but I get over it really quick because I usually work on one page at a time I don't have a lot of work in progress and yeah I show everything actually and I all proud of what I, I did because even now when I look at all those pages when I just beginner it's make me happy because it's my star point of being happy. Because at that time, I, I was really upset uh, about a lot of things. And every time I look at those pages, I feel really calm. I feel like I grow from there. So I never really compare. Uh, I still like the pages that I did five years ago as much as the pages that I just did yesterday. <laughs>
0: Do you still have the same feeling when you are doing the colouring as in the beginning?
1: Mm, I still do. I, I'm still really happy when I hold a pencil. I still get quite excited when I was like, yes, I'm going to film today. I'm going to colour something. I know it does get tiring. Sometimes it, I do it for, you know, people pay. Now it's just involved money. So It's not just a hobby anymore, but I feel like in some way I still keep it more like a hobby and I still keep myself to be happy because I'm someone that can translate my emotion into the page a lot. So if I'm unhappy, I feel like I will hate the page that I'm doing more, if that makes sense. So yeah, I was happy the feeling is still the same
0: when you have finished with the studies with psychology do you see yourself working with psychology and keep this as a hobby or do you think this could be your actual work there's still decisions
1: for the future i think if i can keep this as a hobby then it's just as good but if i can improve my art skill or take art class and follow this journey this path is good as well so i don't know i don't really put a lot of pressures on where i should be in the future i'm i'm just happy being as a housewife i don't have the mind of like i need to change the world (laughs) and be like big people so i think i quite happy with my little shells and just stay who I am, <laughs> so no, if I can become if can I can find a job in my workforce and become a psychologist, then yes, and I would prefer my client to coloring to release the stress. <laughs> if not, then I can just take more glasses. there's never lights for you to study, so you can just take more glasses and become i don't know maybe uh. In the next 10 years, <laughs> you guys will see my names on a coloring book. I don't know. I <laughs> hope
0: so. And if someone wants to start drawing, what are your best drawing tips?
1: My Johanna Basford book. <laughs> also, I just practice. I know it's, it's quite difficult uh, at the beginning when I started drawing. You know, like when you have an idea in your head, but you can't really... Express it on the paper. It's really frustrating, but again, you start at some point, you know. Just, so just keep spend, you know, twenty minutes, ten minutes a day. Just to draw a little flower, a little leaves. I think Johanna Bassett book is really a good startup book to to help you to guide you. There's a lot of other book that you can can buy. Uh, depends on what style you you into as well. If you like it, just draw it. I think people put too much pressures on themselves. That's a big thing. You know, when you put too much pressures, you keep comparing. You, you kind of like stop yourself from venture out. Yeah. You feel sad and you just bottle up instead of that. Just thinking maybe if I put 10 minutes of my day into drawing little things, in the next year, in one year or two years or so, I can be as good as someone else, or I could be finding my own style of drawing. So I don't think drawing is difficult. I think everybody can do it. It's <laughs> just like <need> to practice.
0: <laughs> practice. Yeah. Good advice. So thank you so much, Olivier, for this interview. Thank you for joining my podcast.
1: That's okay. Thank you. I really enjoyed talking with you. I don't think I talked this much in for like two years now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it was so wonderful. And thank you, everyone, that have been listening. And goodbye. Bye. Thank you for having me.